You realize we spend a third of our life sleeping? I know, stuck in traffic was a good guess, too. But now that you know you sleep so much, why aren't you sleeping on the most comfortable mattress arguably made in America? A brand new iComfort Eco by Serta. It's supportive and designed to keep you cool, comfortable, and feeling restored. Or check out Serta's perfect sleeper for pressure-relieving comfort and support while maintaining a balanced temperature. Serta mattresses made right here in Michigan, and they have been for over 110 years. Go to Serta.com. Find a retailer near you. That's Serta.com. Hungry Howie's knows there's nothing better than pepperoni pizza, but the question is, which pepperoni reigns supreme? Now, you got the crispy, classic cupped pepperoni, you know, the satellite dishes. Big fan. But why choose one when you get both? They got a pepperoni duo coming up. See, this is more up my alley right here. Pepperoni duo, you're getting the classic cup pepperoni plus the original plus 100% real cheese, unlike a lot of these other places around town. Get a large pepperoni duo, $9.99, only at Hungry Howie's. Back at it again. Cash the ticket Monday recap. Mike, mediocre. That's right. I'm marvelously, I am marvelously mediocre. And on I'm this jealous. Monday. I'm jealous of your, of your mediocrity. You know the sad part? I think I had a weekend that I think most people would like kill for. I go three and three in college. I go four and four in the pros. I don't win nothing. <laughs> I don't lose nothing to value. I sit here. I'm a bump on a log. Right. And it's like, I'm pissed. That's the problem with this. I need, <laughs> we'll get to it. I need to get to acceptance phase. So you had a decent Mediocre week. I went one four and one in college. Dude, you <laughs> brutal. And you lost. My Bruins, the only team. And you lost the Kibble Ball. And I, yeah, just to add insult to injury. And then in the NFL, two and five, back to back awful weeks in the NFL. I've lost cabin pressure. I'm 500 on the season in the NFL. Things have gotten ugly. And I, I think it's time that I be honest with you and that I be honest with the listeners. Some, some people know this, but Mike, I don't know if you knew what you signed up for when you partnered with me to do this. A sharp, young radio talent? Yes, but I have a dark past that I need to share and I need to bring into the light. This isn't the moment you... Is he going to tell us he's a crackhead or something? (laughs) What the hell is... So, in a previous radio life, there was something called the Costa Lock, which was the ultimate kiss of death. Oh, no. It became the source of great ire and stress for me. How and, were you the giving audience. out these Costa locks? It was part of a Friday picks deal, one game every week. It started innocently. My co-host dubbed it the Costa lock. There was production. There was sound. It was elaborate, and it turned out to be how bad? the how ultimate bad? kiss of death. How bad? It was pretty rough. It was like an, an every week deal where that game was a stone-cold lock faded the other way. And I don't know if I can shake this. I don't know if this is part of my DNA. I don't know if this is something that through an exorcism or some sort of rite of passage. I I saw a Michigan football player this week got baptized. Is there a gambling equivalent of that where I can like shed the past sins and move forward into the light? I mean, well, for some people, that would just be the deposit button. (laughs) But we need to be careful about that. But I I needed to come clean with that because I I feel like. How bad, though? I mean, it was a losing record. These were live on radio. These are live on radio, sounder, effects, music, song, the whole bit. People who listened in a previous radio life know what I'm talking about. I did not tell you that prior to doing this. So what I need to do is either lean into it and go full fade parade this week, give people 12 teams to fade. Hold on. Or, well, time out. The the, the fade parade really is just an exercise in your, 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 your mental state. But... 
What you need is what I alluded to. You need to reach acceptance phase. Okay. Because I think this is what's going to help us. We need to accept. it. A, it doesn't matter what you used to do or what you did. I'll use myself as an example. I have reached acceptance phase that I am not going to have a good year in college football. I'm not. It's no different than the stock market. You're not going to make money in the market every year. It's the long game. You're going to go up. You're going to go down. It is what it is. I have to accept the things that I have had success with are not currently working. Mm -hmm. So acceptance phase requires that I either double down on it, be stubborn, or begin to look at things differently. So you have to, maybe you just need to accept you're really bad at college football. Maybe. And that the pros needs to be what you put more of your time into. Or, Jim, here's the problem. You play a million games. You literally, can I can I share a text? Y- you yes, sent go, me? go ahead. Do this. That's fine. Put me on blast. No, it's a light. It's not. No, it's not like an admission you robbed a bank. It's you texted me and you go, F it. I'm playing 15 games next week. And I'm like, Jim, that's not. That's the fade parade. I give people 15 games to fade and they go out and get a bunch of winners and my misery benefits Stop. people. Stop. No, don't Look, do that. No, no. And I'll tell you why. Look, I told you guys that story when I was leaving for New York last week. Mm -hmm. Ran into two separate groups of guys at the airport. One of them listening to the podcast while he's waiting in line to go get a chicken sandwich. And they like the pod for the entertainment. If you are new to this podcast, let me be very clear to you. If you're looking for a podcast that's going to talk about bleeping your bookie, making you rich, and we're amazing and call this number, we're not that. No. We're going to talk whether you bet a lot, bet a little, or don't bet at all. This is your pod because, yeah, we're going to talk football. We're going to give you the research. And, and by the way, no matter what you think you know, I, I, this, we're going to do it on the college pod. The Alabama game, I had data upon data upon data upon data, and you know what it meant? Bookus. Jim, you got to understand, entertainment first, and then let's get to the point where we start drilling down, how are you arriving at these picks? <laughs> because some of the shit you say makes sense. Right. Others, I go... No shot. Well, call me out on it then. I do. I say, good luck. I don't want no part of it. That's the polite way but of I me feel telling like, you no. But I feel like the opposite happens too. I'm so in my own head here. So I, full disclosure, gave you two Mac picks off the pot. I said, do we go Eastern? Do we go NIU? You seemed excited by NIU. We present NIU. I just, they get bombed. But I know Eastern's you hate up 21 nothing. That was the play. Wisconsin, I present a great case. I get talked off the ledge. In the NFL, you sell hard on the Rams. I buy in on the Rams. I know. Explain it. I think what needs to happen is if you actually agree with one of my picks, I just need to privately bet against you, yes. myself. We need to find a way to channel this energy productively. Well, the Rams thing is part of why I've reached acceptance phase. And I'm not crying about it. I've accepted it. I bet the Dolphins. I go, th- I go three, what, four and four in the NFL. Teddy Bridgewater gets hurt on the first play. You can't handicap that. No. You bring up the Rams. Let's see. Fumble for a touchdown. Block punt for points. Stafford turnovers galore. What? What? Ex- I lost to a Cowboy team that had 91 yards passing because the Rams handed them 10 points early and shaped the game. Mm-hmm. How about the Alabama thing? This is acceptance phase. Yeah. The night I bet Alabama, I, I didn't have any expectation of Bryce Young playing, and I was okay with that. No, we that. both were cool with it. AM, 94th against the run. AM, Haynes King stinks, got benched for Max Johnson. Mm-hmm. He's only playing because he has to. They got no weapons. Bama turns it over four times. Three fumbles. They haven't done that since 2015. 
Bama takes four personal fouls that extend AM drives. Bama misses not one, but two kicks mm-hmm. on a night I got to cover 23 and a half. Right. Oh, and Haynes King, who can't throw the ball eight yards down the field, it's like a shot put, completes four or five bombs. It was right after turnovers, too, those big momentum plays. Right. So, look, I have accepted that bad shit's going to happen to me. <laughs> And I have to now work through it. And look, we're going to get into it. I think this is such a great reminder for people. Like, we're all going through this together. Yeah. This is why 60% is the holy grail. Is because no matter what you cap, it's hard enough to get these games right. We're going to do something on the college episode coming up later this week. Mm -hmm. Because I know you're big into S&P Plus. Mm -hmm. Bill Connolly wrote a piece. And it's all about how it's never been harder to beat the book specifically playing in any volume. The numbers are better than ever. The book is sharper than ever. So then you combine tighter numbers, Mm -hmm. smarter moves, and then volume like you play. Listen, it's an entertainment product for a reason. Just know what you're getting into. But I've reached acceptance. I've had years where I've had really good luck. Mm -hmm. Like I always... I try to bring it back to horse racing, right? You can get, you can cap it to the hill. Mm-hmm. And let's say you're playing a uh, multi-race wager and you single a horse. You love a specific horse. And you come down to the stretch and you get wired by a nose. Photo finish. What's the difference in the way you cap the race versus the guy who had the horse that got the nose? Right. It doesn't mean it's not binary, good or bad. The result is. Yeah. Justin Tucker was talking about this on TV last night. What a weirdo, by the way. Greatest <laughs> kicker ever. But his results are binary. Yeah. The kick either goes in and I'm good, or the kick misses and I'm bad. Did you hear him call himself a system kicker? System kicker. A system Ball kicker. goes in by itself. Yep. So here's the po- here's the reason I'm saying this. You do the work. If the numbers add up, that's all you can do. But we you have to reach the acceptance phase that. Playing 20 games a week is not going to get you out of that. You can do whatever you want. You're a big boy. Mm-hmm. If you got the budget, play. <laughs> like, it's a difference is I know you're not going out to the bar blowing a couple hundred dollars on Jaeger bombs. Right. So if you choose to take your money, and this is your entertainment, you do what you got to do. But I'm telling you, reach acceptance phase. What you're doing isn't working. Reach acceptance phase. It's not going to be a great year in college mm-hmm. and probably won't be good. Can you get back some of your dignity Pour your energy into the NFL and be okay. Just accept it. We are halfway through the college football season. This is a good inventory time. This it's is, it's this a reason is, I brought up yeah, the acceptance okay. phase. I've accepted I have a big nose. I cannot change it. I am people, not going to get. People, when I bought the, the bags for last week, the paper bags, Mike's like, I can't even fit in this. <laughs> It was hilarious. You're like, my nose is getting rug burned. I needed I need like a nose extender. <laughs> I, I need like, a, you know, like. I don't want to make fun of it, but, but you know how, like, certain people on the airplane, they need the extra seatbelt thing? Sure, yeah, you know, yeah. You get, you get an offensive lineman on a plane, he needs the belt. I needed a nose extender for the But I felt so bag. dumb. I'm like, I, I assume this would have been fine. <laughs> yeah, oh, my God. I would have torn the skin off my nose. But the, my, my point is, accept what it is, and you got to work around yep. it. So, look, here, here's the problem. The Murphy's Law is super strong right now. So you can either stick to the work or... Let it get to you. I, look, man, I'm paring down the college card week by week. Yeah, we had the hoot nanny to kick it off. Oh, look at me. Ah, ah. 
I'm betting 17. Uh-uh. I played seven games last week. Kibble ball doesn't count. Right. Thankful, week, thankfully for me. Evan, I mean this. If I play more than six games, what's the five fingers say to the face? So, like. But hold on. This is a tough week to do that. No. Come on. This is one of the great weeks. As football. I know. I'm. You can already hear it in my voice. I'm going to do it to myself again. This week is like the A-plus week in college football. I'm a- Shy of conference, you know, championship games or that rivalry week in November. It's 5-0. and It's 6-0. and It's all these great games. The only reason. And you're going to tell me I got to play three games? No, no. But the only reason. Play it under and go home. No, I can't do it. The only reason I don't use this word to describe you is because you are responsible with what you are. The amount. But you have every trait of a degenerate. (laughs) You you have every trait. I'm happy you prefaced it first at the very least. (laughs) I had to because. We're not taking a second mortgage out at home. It's going to be okay. Because you're treating it as an entertainment product. Yes, yes. But like. Look, man, if you want, here's what you can do. College episode this week is going to yes. be a test of whether you listen to anything I say. Good luck. Okay. You can either pare it down, try to recalibrate, or fuck it, YOLO, as the kids say, and you can just come in with a 15-play card and do a fade parade. The fade parade. You can do what you want. I'm, I'm going to drill down, and we'll see how the week goes, based on how confident I am, or maybe... How not confident I am. All right. All right. So what do we want to hit on today? I want to give just a couple talking points here, and then we'll get to look at headlines because yeah. I it is. It's a huge week. I want to talk about Alabama for a minute um, as a college football fan, and I don't want to overreact, and I understand. Bryce Young did not play. Mm-hmm. But, Jim, I looked at it as it didn't matter if he played. They couldn't line up and run against one of the worst de- run defenses in America. Um, special teams were a mess. Undisciplined, right? Remember the game at Texas? They had about 30 penalties. I mean, they had some horrific penalties here. And defensively, look, Will Anderson's going to be the number one pick in the draft. I think it's clear. But overall, all of the metrics we use to define and, and justify that Alabama pick, and move the ball. Mm-hmm. So how good my, are they? Is, is, is it kind of Bama, Georgia, OSU, or is it just Georgia, OSU? Or is it just OSU? I actually am kind of off this Bama team, which means I'm probably going to play Tennessee this week, get beat by 40, and I'm and I'm, I'm going to look at Nick behind me over here, and that's why he's smiling. Your radio partner has begged me not to take Tennessee. He goes, don't fall into the trap. It's I know. one of those games where you guys get cute on that podcast. We'll get to it later in the week. Your point on Alabama, they haven't been as sharp as we typically expect. Georgia had a scare, and Ohio State in the first game against Notre Dame wasn't anything special. Maybe there's not one great team in college. But if I had to tier it, I would put Ohio State, Georgia, and Alabama on a tier by themselves. That's the title teams. The, See, thing, the teams I think can win the national title this year. I want to move Bama to what you have listed here as tier two. Tier two is just a bit outside. Just a bit outside. Michigan and Clemson. You would put Bama with them. Yeah. You don't think Alabama can win the national title with Bryce Young? I don't like the receivers. Okay. I'll tell you what I really don't like. That secondary's bad. By Bama standards. Let me be clear. You right. want to watch and, and a bad Ohio secondary. Ohio State's a team that could take advantage of it. You want to watch a bad secondary, watch my team. So you want to put them in Tier 2 with Michigan and Clemson. And then my, my third tier, party crashers, teams that if something kind of crazy happens, USC, Tennessee, Oklahoma State. And fun fact, there's a very good chance when we come back for the college pod, I am betting against all three of those party crashers. Utah against USC. Um... 
I will probably pass on the Tennessee game out of fear. And then my horny toads against Oklahoma State. I kind of feel like the party crashers could disappear. Look, the only it, reason I bring them up, I think all three teams got a guy at quarterback, and you just don't know. If some dude's pulling plays out of his you-know-what, then all of a sudden you find your way into the playoffs. Oh, you mean I, like Bobby Bean at Kansas? Vanilla Bean. Yeah, I don't think those teams are going to the playoff. I think they could crash the party. Okay. That's eight teams total. I don't think – did I miss anybody? Anybody else that's going to come out of nowhere and make a run this Penn season? State could be in the mix if they beat Michigan this weekend. If they've got road wins, you know, they went at Purdue at night to open the year, had to do it late, um, went down to Auburn, won. And I know Auburn, far from vintage, but you don't travel the SEC and win games. And if they beat Michigan and Ann Arbor, I think Penn State deserves to be a part of that conversation. We'll see. Here was the other note. We are at the halfway mark of college. We are at basically a third of the way through the NFL. Yeah. Any teams you want to put on the radioactive list. With so, the Rams? Well, like the Rams to me are radioactive. Um, I have said since the beginning of the year, and I, I think I'm being proven right here, Stafford's elbow is toast. Look, this, this procedure or the injection we know was PRP, right? That's basically a Band-Aid on a bullet wound. It's like a cortisone shot for your shoulder. It's going to work for a while, and then it's not going to work no more. You're masking. The procedure he had done outside of that that nobody really talks about, he don't look right. And you combine that with an offensive line. You know what's funny? is like we, we broadcast from Detroit, everybody. It's the circle of life. I feel like that Elton John song should be playing because Stafford's career is going to finish the way it started on a dog shit team. He came to Detroit after a winless year and got the absolute soul beaten out of him. And that's exactly how it's all going to finish. This Rams team, this offensive line, that offense, Jim nailed it. They lack verticality. I thought they'd be able to run it against the Cowboys. They didn't. It was awful. We learned very early. We should have known very early in that game. And we kind of did. We weren't going to win that bet. I want to put the Rams on my radioactive list. And I got to tell you another one. It pains me to do it. I I am not allowed to participate with the Alabama Crimson Tide. I'm 0-2 with them. Really? I'm 0-2 with them. And I know the week I bet against them, I'm going to get bombed. Evan, you are right over there? You sound like you're birthing. <laughs> what did you drink to produce a burp like that? Long weekend. Okay. <laughs> no, well, yeah, I, I, by the way, Evan, wh- how big was that Red Bull you, you sent me? 20 ounce. A 20-ounce Red Bull. <laughs> this thing looked like a 2-liter two, a two of Pepsi. I go, oh, my God. Sorry about that on the pod, people. No, Evan wasn't vomiting. That was just a great belch. <laughs> no bowel movement in the studio. No, that'd be what Air Force did. Okay. Uh, here's the last note on the Rams, because they are definitely on the list. They've been boat raced by the Niners, Cowboys, and Bills, a.k.a. the only contenders they've played. Yep. If you want to know how you stack up, yep. it's been obvious they don't stack up, and I put a lot of it on that offensive line. Other radioactive teams. I would have said the Panthers, but we found out before coming in today they fired Matt Rule. If he had lingered... I would have put them on the radioactive because they're going to be dogs every week, and I can't count on that dog to hunt. Yep. Now I don't know. I mean, what do you do? Are they still radioactive now that they fired their coach? I'd add the Panthers based on the team. There's two in the NFL that I kind of lean radioactive besides the Rams. Panthers. Mm-hmm. And then I got I to gotta do it. I, I don't know that you can ever touch a Washington Commanders game. That's the other one. Same reason. I don't know if the dog's going to fight. You talked me out of it last week, thankfully. Thankfully to you again, friends do not let friends bet Carson Wentz. So then they're radioactive. Panthers, maybe. Commanders, yes. And again, Rams, talking, can, can I add another team? And maybe this is the local yeah. bias. How do you bet the Lions right now? 
because they're in all these weird games, the first offense and the worst defense. They get shut out last week. Do you bet the over? Do you bet the under? Can you trust him as a dog? Dan Campbell does these weird, bizarre things. How do you bet on the Lions not knowing what you're getting week to week? I still lean that for a team through the first four weeks of the season, scored more points and gave up more points than anyone in history. I would use the Patriot game as the aberration. Okay. I still think Lions overs are interesting, but I agree with you. How can I trust them as a side? I can't. I bet them in week one, we won. And I have stayed away since. And that's probably where it'll stay. So I agree. Collegiately, anything else for you? I don't know if there's anybody radioactive in college to me. Really? Take a look at the teams you've been betting on. I'd like to add those. (laughs) So Arkansas is radioactive. Uh, (laughs) Just go back down my card. Is Michigan State? Yeah, I would say so. I would say Michigan State's radioactive. Let me offer you another one. Is Washington. Oh, they had a clunker of a game this week. But my point is, they're still going to go into a lot of these games favored. The Pac-12 has a line of demarcation that they somehow make above. But that's a terrible loss to Arizona State. Those are good ones. They got popped by UCLA. And I'm going to give you one more. One more I'm scared of. It's Ole Miss. Look, third quarter, mid-third quarter, they were losing to Vanderbilt. Now, they poured it on late, but their passing game is broken. It's not there. Jackson Dart is not able to execute it. Their running game is excellent. I worry about Ole Miss. I think Ole Miss is a team. I know I have bias. I like them. I've been there. It's fun. Um, I don't know that I should ever be allowed to bet them as a favorite. Radioactive favorite? Can't do it. What about LSU? That's a pretty good radioactive one. I bet against them week one. Yeah, and we made money. Both of right. us did. And I bet with them this weekend and was dead on arrival. It wasn't a pod bet. But no. I said, you know, Jim, I'm going to support you. I can't I can't get shaken. You're dead 10 minutes in. <laughs> dead. Dead. You see the throw Hendon Hooker had, the, the third touchdown of the yeah. game, where he throws it beyond all of the defense. It's like, okay, yeah, we're dead. We're, we're done. Not, we're done here. No. And, and I, I called you. We talked on the phone before the game. I'm like, they had a players-only meeting. I was like, this is the play. This no, it was not I'm the one play. Eye open. We, we can't. If you have a players only meeting and play that way, I'm one eye open. You're done. Driving home from the airport, get back to town, and I got this guy selling me on LSU about players only meetings. I wait till I get to the off ramp to a red light, and I put a little LSU bet in. And by the time I set foot in the door, before one of my dogs, before my wife gets home, LSU's dead. Mm-hmm. Dead. So don't bet them. I'm not. I mean, they're radioactive. That was the purpose of this exercise. Are they the ornament of shame? Or is NIU? You need to explain the Northern Illinois thing, mister. Well, when Rocky wasn't playing. My sources in DeKalb. What happened? (laughs) Sorry I wasn't streaming it on my abacus. (laughs) Meanwhile, it's me in a corn maze trying to find my way out of this thing. You were in a fucking corn maze? Metaphorically. Oh, I thought you were out with the wife streaming NIU. No, no, no. Because then I know you're a degenerate. (laughs) No, metaphorically. Like, if you watched that game or even monitored that game, we're in a corn maze. Like, how did we get here? How do we get out of I this? I told you I'd bet it to support you. Stop and supporting I, me. I wouldn't. Well, no, I'm done. You're like the child who's a fuck up and the parents cut him <laughs> off. I'm they, done. F- very polite of you. I think it's either NIU, LSU, or Alabama. Alabama would be on there twice if we put them. I think out of. <laughs> Sorry, boys. I think to, to keep the tree fresh, it's probably LSU or, or NIU because we're both on it. You tell me. No, no. You want NIU. 
You're going to be looking at a Rocky Lombardi with the flowing oh, locks. Oh, you just tell me, and my wife will Can get we to get work like on. Brian Kelly, purple face, LSU? Done. Like okay. Veruca in uh, Willy Wonka when she ate the, the gobstopper? Well, no, she doesn't have to do any editing. It's on the internet. Like when he gets angry, his face turns purple. All right, give it to me. All right. I'll let my wife take okay, care of it. And then the other thing we're going to do, you sent this to me. This is the greatest thing we're going to put in the studio. I am very excited about this. So Jim sent me a picture. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky, co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The Farmer's Dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them and easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. And it's and it's it's a, it's a it, guy looking in the mirror, seeing himself and pointing. And it says, you don't suck at gambling. 
the players suck at playing. I am going to frame that, and that is going right between the Dan Campbell and Andy Reid up on that wall. If that, that's okay that's actually a, a photo of my pep talk every morning. <laughs> that's the photo of LSU's players. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you want to do some look ahead? Yeah, go for it. All right, so let's do some look ahead lines. Start, let's just start right here. Michigan laying seven and a half, hosting Penn State. Go. Michigan. That makes me feel even better about my Penn State lean. Think about this. Wait a minute. Hold on. Time. That was insulting, and I didn't mean it. I, <laughs> I love the laugh track of Evan, and it lets me know we're that, doing something that's right li- here. That's slipped up. Um, just work with me. I know you this. want to play Penn State. Well, look, again, full transparency. I rarely bet against Michigan because I hate them with the fire of a thousand suns. I went to Michigan State. So I remove myself from the equation. I will bet on them, and I've done well doing it. But this is a game, why is Michigan laying seven and a half to a team that has done more than they have on the field, that has a secondary that I think is going to be very challenging for a young... Look, J.J. McCarthy has this rep. Mm -hmm. He's young, he's inexperienced, and I haven't walked away overly impressed. I think he's fine. I think he's fine. Okay. But I like Penn State's secondary. I worry about Michigan's front. I still go back to the Maryland game. Maryland was able to run the football until they went Maryland and decided we're not doing that no more. What does Penn State actually have that they haven't had since Saquon? A running game. couple backs. So if I can limit Michigan through the air, Mm -hmm. and if I can run it, flipping me seven, I'm not telling you Penn State's walking in there beating them because James Franklin never plays well in Ann Arbor. But seven and a half points, here's where I think you're getting in trouble. No, and, and we have we have uh, a casino owner on our show every Friday afternoon, a guy named Derek Stevens, the D Las Vegas Circus Sports. Derek even says this. Michigan is the most overvalued commodity in Vegas based on the size of the fan base. Their numbers are always inflated. No team's done a worse job against the spread in the last 20 years than Michigan because the lines end are start big. The fans bet them out to being outrageous, and the team doesn't live up to an artificial number. All I'm saying to you is, if this is four and a half, I have maybe a different opinion. Seven and a half? Six and a half right now. We'll monitor it. Okay. I can show you. Six and a half right now. let me tell you what This is why we do the look ahead. Let me tell you what it means. Okay. It means not people like me. It would mean a smart version of me felt the same way I did. That number's too big. It's north of a touchdown. It's it a bet down under showdown. Touchdown. And now it's under six and a half, and it will take an act of God. That's real money moving that line. That's not guys like you and me. So to me, Penn State at seven or more, you have my attention. Under seven, I don't touch it. I don't. I need the seven. We may fight about this later in the week. I do think Michigan's better this year than they were last year. The pass rush is getting home top five in sacks and it's it's not with one guy or two guys they played the 96th ranked schedule of course it's getting home they're going against evan <laughs> that's that's what colorado state's tackles look like evan they had seven last week wow for the week before Indiana. these are in big 10 games though but come on now we're not even doing the non-con deal this is okay. in the big 10 play and i told you indiana's awful they are oh, okay I'm making a point that they haven't played anybody. But I'm saying they're getting their guys into the backfield and wreaking havoc. And, 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 and the ground game is strong like it was last year. 
and their quarterback is more of a playmaker than last year. I think but they're better than they were. you don't attribute all of that to the fact that they haven't really had to play a soul. And yes, they went to Iowa, but Iowa's so morbid offensively. But, but hold on, let's talk Penn State for a sec, because we always nitpick Michigan, but sure. let's also do it to their opponent. Michigan has played the best offense between the two teams in Maryland. That's yes. That's data-driven. Yes, that would be their crowning glory. And, and they've played the best defense between the two teams, Iowa. Right. They just haven't played them together. Okay. And here's the other thing. Going on the road at night to Purdue, Purdue should be undefeated. Now, they're not. They, they blew the Syracuse game. I get it. But Penn State had to go and win that game. No, I think Purdue blew that game. Fine. The point is, they Purdue still need to go down the field and Fine. score. Should Brom have left him the time to do it? Probably not. No. But at Purdue, at Auburn, I know Auburn's kind of ass, but it's still the <sighs> SEC, and they blew them out of their own building. I just do, think you can't flip touchdowns to teams like that. That's do you, crazy. Do you want the James Franklin stat now or on the podcast Thursday? Podcast. Okay. That's a, that's a tease. Okay, perfect. Um, let's touch the table on the bigger games before we get to just some of the rattier betting delights. Can we talk about an injury update one? And this line's all over the place. Last night, I put this on the sheet. Syracuse was a five-point favorite to NC State. And you go, whoa, wait a minute. NC State beat Florida State. One problem. Devin Leary, their star quarterback, finished that game in a sling. Tests are inconclusive. His status is inconclusive. But the line flew out to Syracuse minus five. Wake up this morning. The line's back down to Syracuse minus three. Look, NC State's offense has been wonky all year long. Like, I love Thayer Thomas, who's kind of like their Braxton Berrios or Wes Welker, like slot machine guy. Mm Mm-hmm. They don't have any downfield threats. Like, Devin Carter's a kid they got. He's like 6'3", 6'4", 220. He's like a big wide receiver, but not really a deep threat. Mm-hmm. They've Their offense is a lot of screens and a lot of short stuff, and they, they house it. But I've told you since week one when we bet against NC State, I don't like the offense. Now, if Devin Leary's hurt, they got to go on the road to a Syracuse team. No one realizes they're undefeated. The Dome, somehow, my man Dino Babers, they're going to have that thing filled. It's going to be deafening. I don't know shit about NC State's backup. I know if I bet against them, he'll morph into Brett Favre. But, like, dude, I isn't that? But here's the the last thing, and I'm talking myself in circles. NC State's defense is wicked. Really good. Wicked. Best but, linebacking but, core in the ACC. They're and it, wicked. It's what makes it such a maddening season. They were a darling by us and by a lot of people going into well, the season. You, you love them. I like that he distances himself from me. I have no idea what you're talking but about. But here's the deal with Devin Leary. You call him a star. He hasn't been a star this year. No, and I think Even prior to the injury, like, let me just run you quickly through their power five games. They played three of them. Against Texas Tech, he was 15 to 23, 121 yards, no touchdowns, no picks. Facing a backup QB. Right. They won, but it was the defense who carried the day with a pick six. Clemson, they lose. He throws 47 passes for only 245 yards, one touchdown, one pick. Yep. And then last week, before he got hurt, 10 of 21, 130, one touchdown, one pick. Like, none of this screams. No. Last year, he's 35 touchdowns, five picks, and they were legitimately reloading to challenge for the ACC. I have to drill down, and I will do it before the broadcast um, Thursday. I got to drill down on Syracuse defensively. I got to drill down on the havoc rates and the different things that they do. But man, it just screamed Syracuse last night. And now it's down to three. You're going, who's doing the buyback on NC State? Yeah. And what do they know about what, Leary's shoulder? What do, what do they know that we don't know? TCU minus three against Okie State. It's basically, uh, look, I, I love TCU. I thought that was a hell of a win. I may hate Kansas. They played really well. 
uh, this Pete Bean or Bobby Bean or whatever the hell the kid's name is who came in for Jalen Daniels. Jason is his name. Listen. He was good. Let me tell you something. He throws a better ball than Jalen Daniels. Okay? What I, I said it. What I thought he, was. He throws a better ball. He was dropping them oh. into buckets. And think about it. That offense is not easy to just step in and command. No, and I know he's got playing experience. And right, he's been with the system, year, yeah. He came in mid-game, and TCU had no answer. Right, but I'm saying Colt, no reps, and we're running yeah. motions, timing, option, yeah. pitch. He's, he's athletic. He was really good. But look, I was impressed. How that does TCU... Kansas have a better backup than Alabama? How does, how does that happen? How is Kansas's backup better than Michigan State's starter? <laughs> you want to ask questions? Okay. Um, my point would be, I was impressed with TCU because offensively, on the road, sold out. That place was loud as hell. Mm-hmm. And Max Duggan, you saw him a couple times in the game. Hey, relax. It's experienced. Max Duggan is every reason I still like college football. Is like, that's a kid who didn't hit the portal, who mm-hmm. didn't quit, who lost his job, got it back, and is now thriving. And to win that game by seven, I know they didn't blow him out the way I thought they would. But that's a that's a credibility game. And when you look at TCU now, back-to-back weeks, light Oklahoma on fire, go into the Hornets' nest on a day Kansas did not play poorly. It played fine. Mm-hmm. And you beat them. You come home. Now this is the ultimate test. Yep. This it's, is for first place in the Big 12. And it's the end of a three-game gauntlet, which scares me. But you're coming home. If this game were on the road, I'll tell you right now, I'd be Okie State. You need to shake me of my Oklahoma State bias. I don't like Spencer Sanders. I don't like this team. I'm still angry they bombed Baylor. I don't know what the fuck we were doing on Baylor that day. But, dude, the line comes out TCU minus three. It is very hard for me to shake it. I don't know anyone who's stopping that offense. And Quentin Quint well, Johnson, if you don't think that kid's yeah. a top 15 pick. No, he's great. Dude, that kid is a – he's like DeAndre Hopkins at the college level. The receiving I, I core I don't is the elite. Here's the deal, too. When you looked at that matchup with Oklahoma State before the season, you would have said, how do they replace all the guys they lost on the back end of that defense? How do they replace Jim Knowles, the D.C.? And the D.C., but you know what? The answer has been they got six-year seniors up front, and that's how you get to their a quarterback like Duggan. Yeah, yep, yep. That's their formula. Quarterback who's a magician, defensive line that eats people yeah. alive. That's why I put them in that category of, like, party crashers. It's a TCU lean, but I got work to do on okay. the game. Utah minus three against USC. I'll tell you right here, right now. Autoplay, Utah. Straight up. It's in Salt Lake? Yep. Autoplay, Utah. I don't trust USC. I told you this. I've been staying away from these games. You've been betting them, laying these huge numbers. It's all cute and fine. Turnover regression's coming. Their offensive line stinks. Caleb Williams is a magician, but they give up a lot of pressure. And defensively, they don't stop nobody. Now, Utah, here's the question. How much are we holding against them, the two losses? The fact is, Vegas isn't. Because they installed him as a three-point favorite, knowing USC is a public team, knowing USC will draw money, and you're getting USC with three, I got you a dollar. It's a it's a Utah. Auto play. Is Utah and the reigning Pac-12 champs? But, UCLA, but are they good? My, yeah, but UCLA. How the hell with it? I, I I put it I put it on our preview sheet, but like UCLA might just be that dude in the Pac-12. And maybe it would set up a great game with USC at the end of the season. Wouldn't it? Best uniform game of the year. Oh, it's beautiful. Both wearing the... the and you know what it is? I was already jerseys. looking at it because this is who I am. It's not the weekend of Thanksgiving. It's the weekend before, so it'll get its own center stage. Perfect. It's beautiful. Uh, but for me right now, Utah would be my first play. So. I just don't think they're very good. I'll, I'll drill down as the week goes on. Wait, so you like USC? Makes me feel even better. Yeah, I know where this is going. I know where this is going. I know where this is going. All right. 
Bama minus seven and a half at Tennessee. How? How do you back Bama with what you just saw? If Bryce Young plays, I think you back Bama. If he doesn't, I think you play Tennessee. And But is, the line might move along the way, so that's why we got to wait. Is it wrong I look at this game and the Michigan game as the same thing? That it's just seven and a half in Rocky Top. Experienced 24-year-old quarterback and America's hooker, Hendon Hooker. He would be the Heisman frontrunner. You got to assume they're getting Cedric Tillman back this week. Have to. Seven and a half? That's secondary versus Tennessee's pass offense with now. If Cedric's healthy, and I don't mean T. Higgins healthy. No. We'll get to that later <laughs> in the week. We'll get to that later in the week. But like, I don't know, man. Automatically seven and a half. That's a Tennessee lean. I'm not allowed to bet on Alabama. Okay. I want Tennessee to be good. It's fun when when that school is good. But this is gonna be a tough spot. Clemson, minus four at FSU. Really like Clemson. So I don't know if that makes you feel better or worse, but I, I really like Clemson. Great run defense against a run-heavy team. DJ's playing some of the best quarterback in the ACC. Here's my problem. Why is that spread only four? Clemson's done their job. They beat the shit out of NC State, which was a showdown game. Mm-hmm. Florida State. This is, is the end of a gauntlet for them. Well, and again, Florida State lost to Wake. Florida State Lost to NC State. Right, and their reward and is to play. And lost to the backup. And your mm-hmm. reward is to play Clemson. And Undefeated. And you're only getting four? Well, it's over a key number. Mm-mm. What should this be? If seven you, and a half? This is why I'm not an odds maker. I thought it would have been Clemson minus nine and a half. Wow. Seriously. So then you bet Clemson? No. No, you do the Mike thing where then you like get in your own head and go, it's too easy, I can't do it. You do the Frazier Crane. <laughs> Psychology. No, I just, I think the spread stinks to high hell. And as much as it looks easy for Clemson, I have to begin doing the work as to why. But if you want to know my early leans so you can fade them, play them, Penn State North is seven. Jim's telling me the numbers moved to six and a half, so Mm -hmm. I'll wait. Um, I think the Syracuse game, be very careful. I think TCU and Utah would be my two leans in college early, early week. A lot of work to do. Let's get to the pros. Thursday night football, a game no one has asked for. Bears and Commanders. So, ready? Bears in the under. Bears are laying one. The total's 40. What a riveting matchup. No, it's terrible. And this is what Thursday Night Football was born on. This is like old school Jags and Titans. Jags and and Colts. Look, shameless promotion. I mean, we talked about I do the kickoff show with Boomer Esaias and Fridays uh, in New York. Both Boomer and I agree. I mean, I'm hearing things. He hears things. It feels like the commanders have kind of quit a little bit on Rivera. Carson Wentz, bizarre postgame yesterday. Did not look like he was taking that loss hard. Threw a brutal pick in the end zone. Um, And the Bears, you can laugh. We can make fun of Justin Fields and Eberflus. And they battle. They battle. They went into Minnesota. They absolutely could have beat that team. Didn't, but they battled. They fell behind early. Could have laid down. Um this is a little bit of class relief for them. They're at home. I think you play the Bears here. And if you're looking for a total, primetime unders move to like 11-4 and four with last night's Raven and Cincy game. How are either of these teams getting to 20? The only thing I could think, both offensive lines are terrible to get like a defensive touchdown. Do you get some really sure. wonky stuff in this game? Because sure. that's the only way I see the total really yeah. ballooning up. If you're looking at a side, I like the Bears. Same. If you're looking at a total, I like the under. You do what you want. It's a horrible game, but there it is. Um, two great games. 
Eagles, five and a half, hosting the Cowboys. Now, here's the problem. I had the Eagles yesterday, got burned. I knew I'd get burned late. Sirianni played for the three. I hated it. Um, Isn't this the end of the Cowboy fun? They got to go into Philly. And as good as that defense has been, look at what look at what the Eagles do. Look at that offense. Yeah, the Cowboys took out a flawed Rams team. Okay, the Cowboys dominated a horrible Giants offense. Um, you know, look at who the Cowboys are playing. And then ask yourself, are they ready to go on the road against the Eagles for under a touchdown? I mean, a five and a half stinks to high hell. Any chance Dak plays? I think the Cowboys would be insane to play him. What has Cooper Rush done wrong? Nothing. Hey, third and 15 yesterday, early in that game, close game. First down, drive for points, hand the ball off, stay clean. Like, look who you're talking to. I'm a Central Michigan grad. But Jerry Jones didn't attend Central Michigan University, and there is pressure, and he's already said, when Dak can go, Dak's playing. Well, that's going to be the question is, is he, if he's anything other than 100%, I don't play him. I agree. Give him an extra couple weeks. No, look, this is a game I can't wait to watch. I don't love the point spread there. I know it looks too easy, which means I probably need to back off. Here's the game of the week, though. Bills laying one, going to Arrowhead against the Chiefs, and the total, a robust 53-and-a-half. Am I the squarest guy in the world if I just take the over and watch the points fly? Yeah, you are. I mean, it doesn't mean it's not going to hit, but it's a square play, right? Sometimes. What would the the surface-level fan think of this game if you explained what sports betting was to someone who had never bet on a game in their life i'd say it's they would say oh i take a lot of points to be scored in this game mike yeah no i know but but again bill's chiefs do you really see this game finishing 24 21 27 24 and they push each other that's a big thing with the over is you want it to be close and you want the quarterbacks to be pushing each other you know the cliche is well i don't play against him and he doesn't play against me no but if they keep scoring touchdowns you have to keep scoring touchdowns too yeah and you you know it Allen brings out the best in Mahomes. Mahomes brings out the best in Allen. It's on their calendar. They know who they're playing. As a quarterback, you got an ego. And both teams are humming. Like, neither of these teams are in some weird funk. The Chiefs without Tyree okay. Kill have looked very good. So it's an under 10-6 final. <laughs> um, do you like a side in here? Oh, man. Where's the game at? Arrowhead. I like the Chiefs. It is a short week. That's the only thing I'd say. Bills for me. All right. No, I think I think this is a classic revenge game deal. Where the Chiefs have already won a Super Bowl, the Bills, they have to exact the revenge some way, somehow, for the playoff collapse. I almost feel like the Bills, dude, the way that the, the way that they operate, it's all gas, no breaks. I have to do some work on this game. I know the total and the over is square as hell, but sometimes two plus two equals four. Um, but that is that is game of the year stuff. That's amazing. But your early lean is Chiefs on that. Huh? I think they're the best team in the NFL. Ooh. Well, I, I tell you And they're where, playing at home. So I just want to kind of go back to that. I'll tell you what opened my eyes to it. The way they dominated Tampa up front. Yep. Did you read any of the press clippings going into it? The, the Buccaneers front, Shaq, uh, Shaq, Shaq Barrett, Barrett was like, you know what? We still have a massive edge in the trenches. I didn't see it on, uh, uh, on that. on pushed that. around. No, exactly. And then the other way, they got after that Tampa O-line. Mm-hmm. So, and they stopped the run on like last year's Chiefs team. Chris Jones, the second year moving inside. No, I really like them. All right. So early lean on the Chiefs. Anything else we need to get to, or are we good on the recap? I think we're good. All right. So, look, we're going to be coming at you with the college episode, the pro episode. It's all there. Download, rate. The reviews are awesome, guys, seriously, because I think you get it. I think you understand it. Like, 
I, I see the Apple stuff. You guys understand it's an entertainment product. We want the show to be entertaining. If you think you're getting rich listening to this show, you're crazy. Any podcast that tells you are, you're crazy. So let's have a good time with it. Uh, acceptance phase has been reached. Let's get after it as Jim presents a 38-game card on the college app. That's Catch the <laughs> Ticket. We'll talk to you Thursday.